Previously on Sorta Awesome Plus, it was episode 4. It was pretty good. Welcome to episode 5. It is less good. Okay. Oh, yep. Hair's feeling crazy. All right. <laughs> Wait, are we... Like, this is a pause. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> We're off to a good start. Yeah. Um, seriously, though, are we supposed to look at the camera more or look at each other more? I don't you want to keep, to present. You keep doing what you've been doing. Okay. Because you have a better engaging smile. I just look like a creeper over the windowsill. Okay. And some people may like that, but it's not the image I'm trying to kick out. So. All right. Here we go. All right. Hi, superstars. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome Plus, the brand new video series that we are creating for you guys. First, to get us through the trying times of quarantine and beyond. But who knows where we'll go from here. Uh, I certainly don't. I can't believe we're still doing this and we're on episode four or five now. We're making we're making five okay. as we speak. And depending on how editing goes, we could be making seven or or eight. Four. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, speaking of making the show, first of all, please ignore the keyboarding sounds coming from this room. There's some aggressive minecrafting. Aggressive minecrafting is happening. Again, it's Corona time. It's quarantine time. People live around us. Anyway. We blew it. We should have gotten sponsored by Corona. Yeah. We have corona time every day. <laughs> Let me get on that. Okay. Uh, but speaking of making this video series, straight out of the gate, I need to ask you about the change in the charming voice that welcomes people to the videos and says goodbye at the end. I feel like there's maybe a little change to that voice that we're hearing. There is. Um, I'd been visiting with HR. We had a problem. Okay. Um, <laughs> some very inappropriate comments made by the prior. You weren't in the room. <laughs> Okay. You would have choked her out. It was mm. ugly, so we had to let her go. Mm -hmm. We did hire for actual pay Joanna to come in and take over that spot. I feel like she speaks a little bit more clearly. Okay. Um, which, from my own editing critique, I could use some help with. So I may be the next one fired and out the door. We'll, I doubt that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. If you get fired, then the series really is over because I don't know how to do any of this. So We'll see. I'm getting some... Snide looks from the Minecrafter over there. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, you changed okay. up the voice a little bit. Changed so, now up we the have voice. Joanna. Yeah. And it made... brings us in and sees us off. Here's the beauty of it. Um, when I hired her, I actually gained access to 249 other employees. Wow. All willing to lend their mechanical willing voices. to lend their awkward voices in whatever language I may choose. Yes. So... All right. We'll just see where things go. So, Meg, I was not at the grocery store mm -hmm. earlier today, standing in line, keeping my social distance. Mm -hmm. uh, of I prefer seven feet. Okay, because over six, six is not quite not quite right. I just want people to know I'm serious. Yes. So I was keeping my seven Wait, feet. So you're saying you were an actual store, but it wasn't the grocery store. I wasn't at a store. Was this? Hang with me. I looked over 
you've got the, the magazines and the snacks and treats and okay. stuff. And I looked over and I'm skimming through Inquirer and People Magazine and all that. And there uh, I noticed one of the little lower down articles. It wasn't yet cover. It should be. But it had this bold statement, Meg loses sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, what are they talking about? The British former royalty? What's going on? I grabbed it. Uh-huh. What happened? <laughs> are you sure it wasn't about Meghan Markle? Right. That's what I'm saying. It, it wasn't her. Everybody was like, that was in fact the lead line of the story. No, not her. Who cares anymore? Oh. And they're like, no, the... You. The Royal Watchers care. They always care. When the Royal Watchers. That sounds pervy. No, it's not pervy. It's a whole it's a hobby. It's okay. entertainment. Okay. No offense to any of you pervs out there that are watching the Royals. When Harry and Megan, he's the one that's married to Megan Martin, I guess. Right? I don't know. When, I don't honestly I was just trying to segue. Just trying to spice it up here. You were trying uh, to segue. Yeah, you completely Listen, when they left, when they did their big departure, there was so much weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth and like, won't someone think of the royal family that I had no idea that people were so invested in British crown royalty to this day. I mean, you can take the colonists out of the UK, I guess, but you can't take the UK out of the colonies. Does that feel right? I don't know. I, first of all, my hair is wet and flat it has not so we want to go here first well because one of the things you might enjoy as the video series continues is what's up with meg's hair i don't know yesterday's video was not great i knew when we started i was like do you think my hair looks okay and kyle was like it's fine just come on sit down let's go let's do this and i watched it back and i was like my hair was not okay and then today I did not get into the shower to wash my hair until noon. That was just a few short hours ago. So my hair is not okay again. And I'm sorry. I apologize to eyeballs everywhere. Feel free to dislike this this video just for that comment. Okay. In fact, any dislikes I'm going to assign to that comment. Okay. All right. That's your call. You're the producer. I don't know. So that was the thing. You want to talk about grooming before we talk about the loss of sleep? Again, I'm... As I sit and edit, I'm staring at myself and I'm thinking, goodness, man, get a haircut. Your beard's ridiculous. I have, I was literally, I was two weeks behind schedule on a beard trim yeah. when the apocalypse landed. Yeah. And it's just, it's always a little aggressive, but yeah. Well, what are you supposed to do? You can't trim it yourself. Well, I could if I was more industrious, but I'm not that brave. It's it's getting long now. One mistake in months of hard work. Now, your mustache, you do trim yourself. I do trim, and I have recently because the uh, the loops, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm, I'm a poor mustache. Mustache a tear? Mustache tear? <laughs> Mustacheter? <laughs> I don't know what anything's called, but the the curly portions here, yeah, they'll they'll start to turn in on them. So it's like a cinnamon roll of ridiculousness. So <laughs> cinnamon roll mustache. I've, that's I the do try, term. and that's scary yeah. because you 
you cut one shorter than the other, and then. But you, you don't you don't let your barber done. touch the mustache, right? Well, he does your he, he did does it, the, another lip, right? He, right, he trims the lip line. One time, I let him trim the loops. Yeah. And it was such a barbaric and piss poor effort that I just have never let him do it again. And so then I'll go in, and it, it literally takes three to four days. Yeah. Not like around the clock, <laughs> but to just just snip a little, and then. It's okay. Is that is it too much? Is it okay? And then Dude, a little bit days. more. All right. All right. I'll be out on Wednesday. I'm headed into the. <laughs> no, not like that. This is digressing quickly. No, I mean we need to talk about this because okay. in the Superstars group, we actually were talking about people feeling the pain of what we might consider first world world problems. In yeah. notes of quarantine, someone was talking about the way she was agonizing over her wedding ring like it's the stone is loose in it and there's no nowhere and some parts of the country all non-essential businesses like here in Oklahoma City are closed and um I mentioned something that's bothered me that is a very first world problem is the boys hair which they also were due yeah. for a haircut when the apocalypse happened it bothers me every time I look at it you have offered the suggestion let's just zip 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 give them a burr which right. I don't like and I don't want to do that hmm, thanks I don't like burrs. Thanks. I can't help it. You don't have a burr. That's not the same thing. Okay. Well, I think of flat top when I think of burrs. Those are two entirely different right. haircuts. That's like I have long hair or I have a mullet. Those are not the same thing. That's not the same. The mullet is the upside down flat top. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about this later. But in the <laughs> meantime, in the meantime, it is a problem. You have a long, long standing relationship with your barber. Years. Yes. Years of seeing him about twice a month on average, so he can do his magic on this situation. When did you start growing your beard out? Gosh, I was actually trying to think about this the other day. I know when it is. When and I can't it? remember. It's 2015. 2015. October, wow. October, November 2015. That's right. That's right. And I should have remembered because strangely, I decided to grow it out because I was having a Midlife crisis. A midlife crisis. So I grew a beard, and I bought a, a red pick-em-up truck. Oh, no, I didn't. That part didn't happen. No, it was literally the year you turned forty. It was, but that wasn't why I did it. Okay. I was in the middle of a very deeply intense research project for work. Yeah. And I had hit a major mental block, and I'm a big proponent of making some type of grand sweeping change when your mind is stuck to change your perspective on the world so that maybe your mind will approach things differently and not getting all mystical and weird about it just to disrupt what is normal so that you quit thinking in those normal paths that weren't working. And so I started growing the beard and I'll be if I didn't break through the block and then I am also because I spent 11 years as a collegiate football coach and a lifetime before that of athletics, I'm wickedly superstitious about stupid things. That's true. And so it worked. And so then I was afraid to cut it all off. Um, sort of a Samson and Delilah situation. Except it's the opposite here because I have even come around at times and thought, maybe I should cut it off. And you've been like, no. Well, that's true. When I look at pictures of you when you did not have the beard, which, I mean, we've been together since I was 18 years old. So the vast majority of the time, and I look at pictures, I'm just like, that does not look like you. When you started to grow your beard in, 
And, and and it was even before the mustache became its own living entity it's on your face. Other Kyle entity. Other Kyle. <laughs> yes. yes. But truly, when you started to grow it in, I was like, oh my gosh, now you you actually finally look like yourself. And I think it's very AKA redneck, aka hillbilly. This is what she's getting at. It's you've got an, a lot more gray that's come in over the years. At first there was just like a few patches and now mm-hmm. it's sort of overtaking it's overtaking um but no it was when you turned 40 and i think Mm -hmm. that that's very like um there's like a sort of symbolism or uh i don't know the word it there's something meaningful to me about the fact that you were 40 when you started to grow it in and it looks like you and i i actually have had dreams that i woke up like in a cold sweat and you had shaved your beard and mustache without telling anyone and I don't plan on doing that. Well, you so. threaten it sometimes. Sometimes you're like, well, mm-hmm. you know, well, because different business opportunities that kind of like you but, project, yeah. like if I, if I do this or if this, we take this turn in the road, if we make this decision, you know, I may have to shave my beard. And I'm always like, I don't. Yeah, I don't like think that. I'd go to okay. skin though. Okay. Unless I just had to. I mean, I'm, everybody's got a price tag on most things, right? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'm a prostitute like anybody else. I, and probably is true. Um, for, you know, for the right job, for a known duration and some of that, I'll just play Alicia Floric and say all options are open to me. Okay. I will do whatever. Awesomes, you may recognize that as a reference to The Good Wife. Yes. Uh, we've talked about The Good Wife on Sort of Awesome. We've talked about it at length in the Hangout group. I want you all to know something about Kyle Teets is that he loved every minute of The Good Wife yes. as much as, or maybe even more than I did. I think Alicia Florick is your low-key hero. I thought you were going to say something different. I'll agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Well, after yesterday's comments, there's no telling what's going to come out of your <laughs> potty mouth. Okay. <laughs> you guys know. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that was a good yeah. Alicia Florick clip. Yeah, that was... That whole series so masterfully written, so beautifully acted, outstanding character development. Yeah. We should rewatch it. What else are we going to we, do? We may very well do that. <laughs> but speaking of watching, rewatching, watching, whatever, right. and Sleepless Nights, okay. let's seamlessly segue back to the People segue. Magazine article that I found that said you were losing sleep. Okay. So it's true. Not only my hair wet, I only got two hours of sleep last night. It's not a good night's sleep under the best of circumstances. So here's what happened. Kyle being the kind, loving partner who has known me again since I was 18 knows I don't do super great on little sleep. Nobody really does, of course. And so last night around seven, he was like, you know, the baby's asleep. The puppies are asleep. Why don't you go to sleep? And I was like, okay, all right. Well, that didn't happen. Um, I just, first of all, could not turn my brain off. I was physically tired, but my brain was just cooking through some things. Um, And then I discovered and remembered that on Amazon Prime, Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum have reunited in their magic duo to create a new fashion reality competition that is truly, it's going to be an awesome of the week. Just you guys are getting the spoiler for sure. Um, making the cut is on Amazon prime. It's again, it's Tim and Heidi back together again, originally from project runway, which was one of my favorite, 
favorite reality shows ever. That's the only show in my memory that you made me watch with you. Yes. Because you would not be. This was, we didn't have DVR or anything. No. This was in the poverty years. <laughs> we had nothing. And so it was just. You're, you're listening. It was a very violent Megan that most of you probably don't know. And yeah. I rarely know. Yeah. But it was insistent. We will watch this. So I did. I'm ashamed to admit. I watched that. Nothing to be ashamed of. It was those early years of Project... Uh, why can I not say this? Project Runway were... Because you're lying. Gold. <laughs> <laughs> For reality television. I'm just going to let that pass right on by. <laughs> um I love Tim Gunn, and I mean, I genuinely love him. And I'm on board with that. You and I have referenced the Tim Gunn designers gather around yes. like that is. And prolifically because I worked for oh Tim Gunn. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. Yeah. I, I, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed Tim as a person on the show. He is wonderfully comfortable with himself. Yes. Uh, hopefully yes. how we're getting to be on camera where he can just be him and nothing's a production. Uh, but then when somebody settles into that, their natural mannerisms and yeah. quirks are delightful. Yeah. And I worked for strangely a, a, a guy is when I was working. Well, I shouldn't say probably a lot other than, firm. yeah. And, I was working and for a firm, firm in downtown Oklahoma city, which is as impressive as it sounds. Yeah. Um, he was, he was the, uh, the, the, what's the word? District manager. The, the office, yeah. The, he was the assistant, the assistant district manager. He was, he was the office manager. And so along with managing his own clients, he managed all of the advisors and he looked like yes. Tim Gunn. Strikingly he so. had the glasses, all yes. the, everything, glasses down on the nose. A lot of his natural pauses and speech patterns. Yes were the same, and he would actually say, just like Tim Gunn said, designers. designers, he would say advisors, and he would go into something, and it was so hard not to just laugh in these very serious business meetings. I totally forgot about that connection to Tim Gunn. Yes. I just, I mean, I love Tim Gunn so much, and speaking of Tim Gunn really embracing who he is, in this series, so one thing that Amazon's doing, I'm not super in love with this, they're releasing new episodes every Friday of Making the Cut. I wanted to do a full binge. There's, as we're recording, there's only four episodes out, but still, it's fine because I get to have Tim Gunn back in Maybe my life. Maybe we'll get more sleep if it's not bingeable. Right, exactly, exactly. But he tells a story about how four years ago, he started fencing the jabby... Jabby, where, the jabby where, pokey thing. The jabby pokey, where the kitchen's straight on the face and you do yeah. the jabbing and the poking. But he was like... I no was, offense to any of you who fence. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he said four years ago he started fencing and he loves it so much. He does it all the time. But he told this great anecdote that he in dozens and dozens of fencing... Is it matches or duels or I think it's wars wars no I made that oh <laughs> totally believed you <laughs> well in, let's just call it let's call it matches I don't know what it's called uh, he in dozens and dozens and he's been doing it for four years and he's passionate about it he does it all the time dozens and dozens of matches he's only won one oh. and it was against a fourth grade girl 
and he told the story on himself. And I was like, Tim, can I love you even more that he found this thing that he loves to do. Apparently he's not great at it, but he keeps doing it. And he told the story of it. I just, I don't know. I just felt even more in love with him. He is a person that, you know, the sort of uh, stereotypical generic question of like, imagine you're throwing a dinner party and you can invite four people and blah, blah, blah. Top of the list for me is Tim Gunn. Second is going to be Conan O'Brien, who I'm also slightly to moderately obsessed with. Maybe moderately, more than moderately. Yeah, solid. Yeah. I don't know who the rest of the slots would be. That's what, It's kind of one of those things where, like, if you've chosen two out of four, then you're like... Okay, like choose? a distant third is Jesus. And <laughs> maybe Gandhi or somebody else. Right, you start to feel the pressure of, like, oh, gosh, now i got to, like, pick the, the socially acceptable choices. So... I'm not sure I'd have to think about it, but Tim Gunn and Conan O'Brien are non-negotiables. Do you have, do you, when that question comes up, I don't know if you ever enter, even entertain it, but do you have a, an ideal dinner party list? I would prefer to eat dinner by myself as an introvert, and then <laughs> I would invite you in for a nightcap. Does that work? Or dessert, how about that? When the proud sport of fencing made its inaugural debut in the 15th century, the primary equipment used was a foil and mask. No one knew what those things were, so nomenclature was changed to jabby pokey thing and kitchen strainer. You're welcome.